What is up, my amazing friends? Happy Tuesday, March 14th. Hey, did you know it's pie day? Not like the pie you eat, but like the, you know, 3.14 into infinity number, like pie, that kind of pie. Yeah, so it's pie day. Um, the radio informed me of that this morning when I was listening to it, along with some other really uninteresting stuff that I really didn't give a crap about. So, <laughs> hello Tuesday. <laughs> and my computer screen is telling me that temps plummet. So, um, I guess it's going to get cold again. Yeah, shocker. Shocker. Oh, the craziness going on in the world today. Holy buckets of paint, Batman. Okay, so <clears throat> I got a story for you that I have found quite interesting. Um, and not uh, the initial story is really not quite interesting. The initial story is quite uh, heartbreaking, actually. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Prager U. It is, um, I don't even know what to call it. They do a lot of, um, kind of like, I don't even know what the hell they do They're They have an Instagram page. So let's just start there. <laughs> I'm not going to like get too deep into it, but there's a point to this. So, um, three days ago, there was a video posted of a teenage boy attacking a teacher. Okay. He, I don't know what the circumstances are. The original caption said something about the teacher taking away his Nintendo Switch. Whatever happened, I don't freaking know. I don't claim to know. I don't, I have no idea. I've not looked into it, whatever. But this kid, <clears throat> there's video of this kid running across this like hallway and like knocking her to the floor and knocking her out and then continues to beat the shit out of her after she's already unconscious. This is a problem, obviously. So, like, regardless of whether or not he got his gaming system taken away by his teacher, A, why the fuck do you have one in school anyways, if that is the case? And obviously, there's more shit going on in this kid's life than just that one incident, okay? I'm not blaming this on the gaming system. Just let me get that out there before anybody has a fucking triggered response, which if you're listening to this, most of you are my friends and you know me and like you're not triggered by that response. Although when you make a comment on something like this that says, and I'll just read it to you, what I wrote here. Um, evidently this got uh, made some people have some feelings about what I had to say. So I commented on this because, <clears throat> I don't know, I commented on it. I felt compelled to say something about this. Like, okay, if this has anything to do with anything, it made me think about before we took away Alex's gaming system. So let me give you a little backstory. A lot of you guys already know this, but if you're, if you're not familiar, you need to refresh your course Alex had a PlayStation and I'm not throwing my kid under the bus. So please don't think that I'm like talking smack about my kid. Cause I'm not, um, he had a PlayStation. Well, he has a PlayStation. He does not have it currently in his possession. Um, and he has not had it in his possession for quite a while, but we had some issues and his level of hmm, 
reactive behavior had increased. It was escalating. And the final straw, what happened last year, and then um, we took it away because he smacked a kid for making uh, annoying computer or annoying, hitting this. There's a little sound button on his computer that he set up, and he would just repeatedly sit there and make it go off. And Alex has the patience of a gnat, so um, he smacked him really hard on his back. And that was like the last straw. I got called into the office. I can't tell you how many fucking times for my kid fighting. And um, that was it. I was like, it's done. You're fucking done. And we took away his gaming system. Well, come the end of the school year, I gave it back. And he was allowed to play it over summer break. And then he was still allowed to play it at the beginning of this school year. Until he was flunking, I don't know how many classes, I think two at the time, maybe three. So the gaming system got revoked and put away. And um, his behavior after two weeks of removing the system, you guys, changed. Like, legit fucking changed. Um, And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about today because this whole thing just, like, blew up. So I commented on this video, and this is what I wrote. I wrote, I took away my teenager's gaming system. His persona changed completely. He will start a conversation with a complete stranger now. His pissy attitude stopped. His anger level is nearly non-existent. His grades have improved. And he's turning in his work on time. And he actually interacts with respect now. He can have it back after he graduates. Hopefully it's obsolete by then. I don't know about you, but here, gaming systems are no more. And I don't feel one bit bad about it. And he's actually starting to recognize the differences in behavior between himself and his friends who still game. So I don't base my value on likes. I don't base my value on anything from social media, whatever. But it really struck me because there, so far at this moment in time, there are 759 likes on my comment. And that's never happened before. So evidently, I struck a nerve someplace. And there's like 110 replies. I can't go through and read all the replies to you. I'm not going to waste your time with that. But I'll give you kind of a synopsis of the differences. So there were um, some people that were agreed with me and said that they either wanted to or had taken away their kids' gaming systems, electronics, iPads, whatever. And... Um, they saw a change in attitude. They saw a change in their kids' uh, communication skills and, you know, just overall improvements in their child's behavior. And it kind of, from the people that commented and said, you know, what age their kids were, um, one was 11, another one was 13, um, you know, so that kind of early to mid-teen is, is what the anybody that had said anything <clears throat> excuse me had said the age range was so there were also um of course there were some people that thought my actions were uh wrong <laughs> I'll just say wrong um there was one person that commented that um uh, called me a liar and and said that basically said that no that's not what I did and I was making it up um okay dude 
And I commented back to him and I'm like, listen, I said, are you in my house? Do you experience my child? I don't think so. I think I'm going to go with what's working here and what I'm experiencing here. But thanks for your input. Well, it turns out that person that commented is a, uh, a preteen, um, 11-year-old boy whose mom saw his comment and commented back to me and said, that's my son and I have seen this type of behavior in him and I really am feeling like this is something I need to do. So that was interesting. I'm sure that that was probably an interesting conversation when um, they talked about it and I sincerely hope that it can be a positive thing. Like, I didn't put this out there to, like, trash on gaming systems or point the finger at gaming systems, but you guys, listen. If you have kids, I know you've seen this. If they have any access to electronics whatsoever, I know that you have seen this because it's difficult, right? Our lives revolve so much around electronics, We sit at a computer all day long. We're on our phones all the time. Like, we are in constant communication with one another. And I really think that that's not totally healthy. I mean, think what you want. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, and that's fine. I'm not saying that it's all bad, but there is a certain negativity to it, if you think about it. Like, look at how many many people sit... You know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. I've done this too. Like just get caught up in something and you just waste so much time. And for what? What did it really accomplish? Like this whole thing um, sucked up a lot of my time. And I allowed it to suck up a lot of my time. I try not to do it when like I had people around or whatever And just when I allowed myself to have a few minutes of social media time to comment back to people. And there were overwhelmingly more people who were supportive and all the same thought process as what I on this one. And of course, you know, there's people on here that were talking about how like they grew up gaming and they're fine and they're, you know, well adjusted and this and that. And that's awesome. That's, that's fucking great. But my kid has an addictive personality. He is like his mother. I mean, I'm obsessed about certain things. How much do I work out? That's where I pour my obsession into. Because I know that like I am that way and I have that addictive behavior. So I try to find something that is, is positive and productive to pour that addictive behavior into. If I were my kid... And I had the access to the things that they have now, I would probably be in the same boat. I mean, that's just, it just is just who I am. When I was a kid growing up, I mean, like the most advanced thing we had was a fucking Nintendo with Super Mario Brothers on it. And it got boring after a while. And I'm thankful for that, that we didn't have all the other stuff like the kids have now. Plus, the online communities, quote, I, I use that term loosely because so many of these um, gaming, the, the games and stuff, like Alex, one of Alex's favorite games, Call of Duty. 
modern warfare, whatever. It's a it's a it's a war game, and your your goal is to like basically stack bodies, right? You're competing with each other. He used to like playing Fortnite, but he kind of outgrew that. But the general um, attitude of the people who are playing these things is very aggressive. It's very angry, and it's not like it's not positive input going into their ears. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of shit talking. And I'm listen, I'm one for competition. Like I'm competitive. We need to be competitive in life, right? But there's there's that certain line again. Not everything is fucking black and white. There's a lot so much gray area in life. And it was not it was not a good thing for my kid. You know, it might be a perfect thing for your kid. Cool. That I I don't I don't look down on that at all. But for my kid, like it needed we needed a fucking intervention. And it was dealing like an addict. For real. It 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 is an addiction. He had has a gaming addiction. And he still wants to go back to gaming, which okay, that's fine, but like a, it's not happening until at least the end of the year. And how we finish the year out with grades and stuff like that is going to dictate whether or not he, it's available this summer or not. I don't know. That depends on him and his behavior and how things do or don't get done. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. And I'm not going to tolerate dealing with that shitty attitude again because he's just a a not nice person. And I love the kid to death, but I'm not going to allow that to happen. I am still the parent. We are still the parents. Eric and I still parent him. And until he graduates high school and moves out on his own, then it's his deal. But while you're in my house, it's, it's my rules. That's, that's just the way it works. And, uh, so, you know, during this process, we've had, some conversations about it. Like, um, I, it took a little while before we could have these conversations about how, like, how do you, how do you feel now? Like you, you know, when you have an issue or a problem or something like that, I said, do you notice that you're like not instantly pissed off and want to just stab everybody? And, you know, kind of pointing out the differences so he can think about it and evaluate it and see it on his own, you know. And he's we've had some conversations about comparing his behavior to other kids who still game a lot, and he's starting to see some differences. And I really hope that it's a positive thing for him. I mean, overall, his attitude is so much better, like so much better, you guys. And... You know, now he started coming to spin class with me in the mornings. The first one I made him go to, um, which was, oh, it's not this past Saturday, the Saturday before. And he really didn't want to go, and I really didn't give him an option, but I did allow him to make the playlist. So that was kind of a trade-off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I shared this playlist. And um, it's pretty raunchy, but it's a lot of, like, gangster rap and shit. And I'm like... If you if you got all these songs that are dropping Edwards like like it's you know the 
we're not having it. <laughs> and so we had to, we had to go through, I had to audit it and change some shit, but we finally got through it and he approved cause it's all songs from his playlist that he likes. So, and he really got into it. And since then he has been to spin class with me every morning that I teach except us last Saturday cause he wasn't home. Um, and he's doing well. And we finished class this morning and he is trying like hell to hit 15 miles. I know that's what he's got in his head because he was still pedaling when we got done and he was pedaling like a maniac when we got done this morning. Cause so I know that he's, he's pushing himself and it's so cool to see. Like, I feel like we may have found an outlet for a little while for some of that energy and frustration and the things, you know, that maybe I'll get him addicted to working out. (laughs) That would be okay. You know, that's, that's a positive outlet. There's nothing wrong with that. So I don't know, this whole thing just like set off uh, a tidal wave of shit in my, in my feeds and stuff. And I just, I've talked to a lot of people about this and there's a lot of parents that have seen the same things. And, you know, are struggling with the same things. And, and I'm just going to say it, like, if your kids are having issues, man, if you got to take the screens away, take them away. You know, I, I watched a video of um, Steve Jobs one time, and it said that he did not allow his kids to have screen time. None. Like, zip, zero, none. This is the creator of the iPhone. What does that tell you? <clears throat> I mean, it kind of spoke pretty loudly to me. I don't know about you. But if the guy that invented the iPhone doesn't let his kids have them, I mean, do, do we not see like that maybe there might be something going on here? I don't know. I mean, I'm no genius, but like, it's, yeah, I don't know. And the whole like conversation, the whole conversation in this comment thread, it's just fucking wild about how people are judging this teacher and how, you know, all the judgments coming down and, um, like, It was, there's this one that cracks me up. It says, my local news shared this story and had an expert weigh in. Her conclusion was it was totally uncalled for for the teacher to take away the gaming system or the gaming device and should have known the implications involved with doing so. I wish I was joking. Okay, listen. What the fuck? Seriously? Like, and, and therein lies why we have so many issues with, kids. It's, it's a combination of a lot of different things, but as parents, it's our fault because our teachers are not able to discipline our kids anymore because Johnny's mom is going to call the school and rip somebody a new asshole because this teacher said that he couldn't have his cell phone during class. How dumb that sounds. That sounds so dumb, but that shit happens all the time. I I just, I don't, I don't understand how we got here. Oh, 
It's frustrating. It's super frustrating. There's a lot of things going on, like in everything right now that is that is <laughs> super frustrating. But I I don't I just I don't know what to do with that. I I don't know what to do with that. Like I remember when Alex was in elementary school, and he had Trixie read for he was in kindergarten. I think it was kindergarten. Gosh, Trixie, were you his kindergarten teacher or first grade? Anyways, either way, I told her at the beginning of the school year, I'm like, if you need to whip his ass, do so. And if he gets in trouble, then, you know, you're the adult. And you have my permission to do what you need to do to handle it. Because he was a little shit. He's ornery. He is. He just is. And he was just one of those little kids who, who is kind of sneaky and would push limits. He still pushes limits. And sometimes you got to like check that. And oh, my alarm goes off. So I'm check cameras. Um, but like, I mean, I'm not saying beat your kids. Okay. There's a difference. Again, it's not black and white. It is gray. There is a lot of gray area in there. Kids need discipline. They need structure. They need discipline. They need to know what's expected of them, like setting the expectations right at the gate. Like the girls that I train or the after-school kids that I train, they had to read and sign a contract. And one of the things on there is no whining. Like if you're, if you, if you whine, like I'm going to kick you out and you can just be done for the rest of the month. Try again next month. I haven't had to kick anybody out yet. We've been close, but like they get one warning and that's it. Cause I ain't dealing with your shit. And teachers shouldn't have to deal with their shit either. They need to learn how to be respectful. And I think a lot of a lot of the problems come from when you put a screen in front of somebody, they have there's no accountability. They can say anything and there's no recourse. There's no you could shoot your mouth off to somebody and that person can live half the country away. And there's nothing they can do about it. You know, you shoot your mouth off to um, one of the kids in your class. And, you know, when I was a kid, you were meeting at the bike racks after school and somebody was eating a knuckle sandwich. And I think we've lost the ability to teach respect because everything is so soft and you have to be nice. You have to be completely accepting of absolutely everything of everybody else and your own opinions be damned and your own beliefs be damned. That's a problem. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I encourage fighting, but sometimes you can work through a problem a whole lot quicker when somebody gets an ass whipping. I'm just saying. Somebody shoots their mouth off to somebody else. That somebody else punches them in the mouth and knocks them on the ground. That dude's going to think twice before he shoots his mouth off again. That's the quickest way to teach respect, in my opinion. I don't know. I've seen it happen a lot of times in my lifetime. Sometimes you just, it takes an ass whooping. That's all I'm saying. And I really, you know, and these kids not being able to express their, um, 
opinions and beliefs if they don't follow along a specific line of belief system and being, hmm, that's wrong. And there's a lot of kids with a lot of pent up anger. And I think a lot of it comes from these fucking gaming systems and them having unlimited access to one another. Listen, I don't care if you're my kid's best friend. I love you. But you don't need to be have instant 24-7 access to my kid and vice versa. My kid don't need 24-7 access to you. They don't need that shit. Like their phone goes off and you can see the anxiety level because they feel like they have to respond right now. That is not healthy. Like, dude, that's just like little micro pressures, I feel like. It's like constant little twists of pressure, increasing the pressure all the time. No wonder these shits snap and go completely ballistic and off the rails. There's so much pressure on them. You know, like their schedules are packed to the fucking max. Their friends have unlimited access to them all the time. If they're on social media, oh my God, don't even get me started going down that road because they don't need to be on it. Uh, they don't. It's, it's, most of us don't even need to be on it. It has become a cesspool of garbage. And like, I've kind of taken a step back a little bit from it and not having the same social media habits as what I did before because it's like encompassing and eating my life and in not in a good way and making me agitated and making me more angry. And then I stop and I look around and I'm like, whoa, okay, that's not real life. This is real life. This is, this is reality here. Okay, take a breath. But I'm 46. I mean, I've got a lot more life experience than a 15-year-old a or a 17-year-old or a 12-year-old by far. And they, their lives have been inundated with this shit since they were born. That's a problem. And I, I let Olivia watch too much TV. I watch too much YouTube or play too many games. And that's, that's changing as well because I just realized I'm like, Oh my God, you're doing the same. You, you're allowing this to happen. Okay. Check. So I don't know. I mean, are there times when I'm not saying that it's like all bad. Okay. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying it's all bad, but I think it's a lot more bad than it is good just because they can't handle it. They just can't handle it. I, I love the fact that I, we did get her an Apple Watch for Christmas, and she really doesn't use it very much. And, like, this morning, <clears throat> she forgot it. She's like, ah, whatever. So she's not concerned and consumed with it. So I don't think that she has – she does not have the same addictive personality as what Alex does, which is good. And that kid loves to be outside. And, like, Mother Nature, come on, cut me some slack here. Winter bikes buried under a foot of snow is not good. But, um, yeah. So that's kind of like what's been going on here the last few days. And I wanted to share that with you guys just because 
if, if it's something that I'm struggling with and have struggled with and I'm recognizing, I know I'm not by myself. If I've gone through it and I'm going through it, somebody else out there is. And like, it's okay to be the asshole parent and take that shit away. If you're, if you've got issues, put, don't be afraid to put tight limits on it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's our job to make sure that our kids grow up, learn, and be like well-adjusted and not losing their fucking minds sucked into a screen and be angry all the time. It just blows my mind the difference in Alex's personality and behavior since since taking that shit away. It's amazing. Like he is, I mean, he was an amazing kid before, but like I have such an appreciation and it was hard. I'm not going to blow sunshine up your ass and say it was an easy thing to do. It was hard. And like that first two weeks is going to be hell. The first week is going to be extra hell. So just know what you're in for, but you're the adult, not them. You're the parent, not them. You make the decisions, not them. They don't run their life. You do. Until they're 18 or out on their own, you run their life. They don't. That's our fucking job, and we have to take it more seriously, period, because we're losing way too many of them, way too many of them. I mean, like, there's kids who are as young as, like, 9 and 10 years old committing suicide. That's a fucking problem, people. And we have to get our shit together because we are the ones that have fucked it up. So that's that. Also, um, on that same subject, um, the there is a documentary called My Ascension um, that is going to be shown tomorrow morning at Jessup School and then tomorrow evening from 6 to 8.30 p.m. at the Jessup, Fellow, or Jessup Bible Fellowship. I think that's what it is. I've shared it on my page a couple different times. What it is is a documentary um, – of Emma Benoit is her name. She was, when she was 17, she was in high school and she attempted suicide and she survived. And she has made it her life's mission to talk about it and try to help people, help kids who felt the same way she did, who wanted to leave this world. And, um, I'm really glad that, um, Troy Belmer and the Alive and Running group have, they've poured so much time and money and effort into bringing this story to several locations in the state and spreading awareness about suicide and suicide prevention and all of those things. Because we all know it's a huge problem. It's not just a problem with adults. It's not just a problem with kids. It's a huge fucking problem. And the, the numbers are staggering in the last three years. Staggering amount of people who have committed suicide. And, like, I guess the reason why I talk about it is if, if I can help one person realize that their life is worth more, then it is worth every minute of time I've spent talking about it 
sharing about it, all the things. So tomorrow night I will be at the showing of my ascension from 6 to 8.30 in Jessup. And there's a few other locations. Um, I think it's, I think Wapsie Valley is hosting it. I can't remember. I'd have to look and see, but I'll share it. I'll put it in the show notes of this show. And, um, if you, uh, want to take a look, I got a sneeze. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, not fast enough to mute it. (laughs) Woo. There we go. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got for you guys today, but think about it. And if you have questions or you just need to vent or you decide that you're going to remove electronics from your kids' lives and need somebody to hold your hand through it, I'm here. I'm happy to help wherever I can. So have a good day, you guys. Enjoy the sunshine today because it sounds like it's going to turn to shit again. (laughs) Uh, Get outside for a little while and soak up some vitamin D. And if you're not taking vitamin D, get some in your body. That's it. Keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.